Good afternoon, Patriots. And today is Wednesday, May 10th in the year 2023. I have amazing news. Yinling Beer is coming out with a pro-Patriot beer. I know, it's got everybody excited. It had me thrilled this morning. I read that, I'm like, well, that made headlines. But I didn't find anything else in the headlines. Like, oh, buried somewhere in there, like page 10, the equivalent of, we found out that there's about a million aliens coming across the border. And I'm not talking space aliens from Pluto or from Uranus or something. But no, we just we have about a million aliens at the border. And But I want you to know Yinling is coming out with a Patriot beer. I, I'm feeling amazing about that. In, in fact, so amazing. Patriots, just protect your assets because it's going to get crazy. Patriots, President Trump recently issued a warning from his Mar-a-Lago home. Quote, our currency is crashing and will soon no longer be the world standard, which will be our greatest defeat, frankly, in 200 years, end quote. There are three reasons the central banks are dumping the U.S. dollar, inflation, deficit spending, and our insurmountable national debt. The fact is there is one asset that has withstood famine, wars, and economic upheaval dating back to biblical times, gold. And you can own it in a tax-sheltered retirement account with the help of Birch Gold. That's right, Birch Gold will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k, maybe from a previous employer, into an IRA in gold. And the best part, you don't have to pay a penny out of pocket. Just text BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, to 989898 for your free info kit. They'll hold your hand through the whole process. The folks at Birch Gold are amazing. Think about this. When currencies fail, gold is a safe haven. How much more time does the dollar have? Protect your savings with gold like I did. Birch Gold has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands of happy customers. Text BARDS to 989898 to get your free info kit on gold. Again, text BARDS to 989898. This is one of those decisions you will never regret. Do it today. Well, don't worry because the White House press secretary is on top of it. Uh, when it comes to illegal migration, you've seen it come down uh, by more than 90 percent. And that's because of this act, the actions that this president has taken. And Mayorkas has told us that the border is secure. Mm -hmm. Let me give you the announcement that was given this morning. This was reported by Michael Yan, who's going to be on the show tonight, by the way. I encourage you to tune in. Uh, Border Patrol now is saying starting this morning in RGV McGallan Station, all Border Patrol details are canceled. 90% of each shift must report to the staging area in McAllen. This leaves only five agents on each shift patrol to patrol 50 miles of river. They might as well raise the white flag. It's done. Everyone will, be, will get away. Aliens will come pouring over the border. I know you will be out there, so, so be careful, he continues. Go armed. Don't go alone. There will be literally no one out there to help you, and the cartels will take full advantage. Patriots, we're in the moment of an invasion. It's been primed for years, and the level of betrayal in our government is stunning. I want to be very clear with my position on this, just in case later down the road people are like, Bards, how come you're so harsh? Treason is treason. If you're following illegal orders and you're not doing your damn job, more worried about your pension, your 401k, your union benefits, I don't care what, then sorry, folks, you're a traitor. 
And right now we're going to have to come to the realization that men in uniform and women in uniform and all sorts of other people are, are betraying this nation in a big way. So it's going to get a little dicey. They're going to be flooding in through El Paso and through Texas, and they're going to likely go through Tucson, and then they're going to head on over to California. The, gar the cartels are already embedded all the way up and down the coast from California to Washington. They're in our county. Our sheriffs are fighting them. Their resources are not being given to them to fight them. But <laughs> I'm sorry, I, forgot. I always forget this one. Yeah, it just make, should make your heart go pity-patter. White hats are in control, and the military is the only way. So remember that, patriots, when you're having a down moment and the frustrating moment these days, just tell yourself, white hats are in control. That's why my neighbor's kid just got convinced to cut off his balls. White hats are in control. That's what you want to do. Right there. Mm-hmm. Right there. All right, so here's another little perspective on things. Uh, this is just a little snapshot of our current state of the world. Pretty well sums it up. Our elites are currently on the verge of open war with Russia, planning conflict with China, wrecking the West's infrastructure, replacing the United States population and the West population, transitioning this population to freaks and pedophiles, poisoning the population with all sorts of things, and censoring their population. And then it ends, surely this can't go on forever. Well, it won't because the population will be dead and we keep going at a certain rate. That's encouraging. Whatever happened to American patriots? What happened to their outrage? Whatever happened to that outrage? I don't know. It got dispelled and squashed in the, in the pulpits of marshmallows and Cheerios. I don't even know what to say anymore. Skinny jeans pastors, if you're out there, take off your skinny jeans. Start acting like spineful God fearing angel warrior, Christian warrior pastors and beating on that pulpit and do something. The problem is, as I say that, there's too many pastors that don't even know what that means. They sold their their manhood when they went to seminary. They went to seminary and they came out and it's like, what happened to you? I got snipped. It looks like it. It acts like it. That's why you wear skinny jeans. We need some fire and brimstone and we need some ferocity. And that just has to come. But it's going to come from the real church, the church that's in your heart, the church of this remnant that God is raising up, which we're part of. We're not the only ones we're part of. And patriots, 11 minutes after the hour, let's pray. Well, Father God, today we are coming to you, and it is a humbling day. It is a moment that reminds us very much of Habakkuk when we start to see the hordes pouring across into the nation. Father, there's about a million people that are gearing up to come in, and there's already about 10 million that have been allowed in. This is a dark moment for our nation. And sadly, Father, we know that as much as this is a dark moment, it should be a moment when people are turning to you in mass quantities. Now, we can't see those numbers, so we're going to pray that the people start to pull themselves together to realize that the only true authority and the only way through this is you, Father. So we begin our prayer today, humbling ourselves before you, praying for mercy for this nation, praying for mercy for the and protection for the many that are on the border, the innocents that are living down there just trying to have a life, now being subdued, subjected to the pains and the threats of the cartels, organized crime, illegals that have come here with hands out expecting Givings, giving away, giveaways, and free stuff because 
They've, they're so broken and they've been convinced by our own people that this is the world of plenty for free. Betrayal on so many levels. And the betrayal, Father, I would speak probably for many, stirs a great deal of deep anger within us, if not hatred. And those are emotions, obviously, that we would prefer not to have. So if we do, and I, for one, have them flowing mightily today, forgive me, forgive those who have put our, who are in this position, but hear our hearts. There's nothing worse than betrayal. And as we say that, Father, it's an interesting statement because you yourself were betrayed by Lucifer. And here we are facing that betrayal. So, Father, we pray now for a strong heart, the heart of kingdom, the heart not to carry the weight of vengeance, but the heart to pray into, to understand that there is justice that will come, but that our mission doesn't change. Our mission to stand mightily when on the mission of spreading the word, healing the sick, raising the dead, casting out demons. And that principal mission and doing well for our neighbors, that mission never does change. Sadly, in this moment in time, in the world that we have had, we are seeing this thing turned on its head. And we're going to see a lot of pain come our way. So many people that have walked away from you that are turn their responsibilities over to others to take care of them, whether it's the government, whether it's the military, whether it's the police, always expecting somebody else to fix their problems for them. We're coming to an age now when we are truly going to have to start facing accountability, accountability for our actions. Father, this message here, along with other messages from other great pastors in our nation and other people inspired to seek the word of Christ, breaking outside of the dead stone walls, but bringing the message into the world, this is part of your remnant. And we're blessed to be part of it. And equally, Father, what we're praying for now is that that remnant will find the places to start coming together, to start organizing, to start finding ways to connect locally and build strength in local cells across this nation. This remnant is a remnant that needs to be forward-leaning in so many ways, and there's a lot to carry. The one thing that we're reassured on, Father, is that you would not have placed us here had you not known that we could do it. And so in this time, in this place, though we may not see the path forward, we may not have all the answers, What we do know is that you will guide us, you will protect us, but most importantly, you will provide the wisdom that we need to to find our way through, that we will literally endure the insanity. We are dealing with reprobate minds. We are dealing with pure evil on other levels. And we are dealing with people that are so diabolical that they have used their power and authority to do everything they can to lie to the public and undermine the functioning aspects of this nation. It is difficult to imagine that a nation can withstand or overcome an infiltration from within. And even more complicated is that there are many people out here that are believing still that some white knight is going to arrive in the middle of night, whether it's Space Force jumping out of their cocoon spaceships above the atmosphere and flying down and serving ramen noodles to everyone, or whether it's some deep 
underground military force that'll come swarming out like flies. The fact is, Father, that all along we've been the plan, and the greatest plan that has been ever been given is for us to begin that focus of plan in prayer and worship to you. So here we are, and we're praying today for the clarity that you need us to follow, the directions you need us to follow, and the amazing tasks that you have before us to be clear of what you need us to do in each and every step. And so, Father, also hear us is that as we walk forward, there, will, there are times we already know it's hard to hear you. And so as we pray for a greater clarity, we also know that we're going to have to follow our hearts of what we believe is the right thing, not always the perfect thing, but the right thing. Our intent is pure. Our mission is clear. We need to turn this country's eyes back to Jesus. And that's an uphill battle for many. And yet, if we look at this from a very balanced perspective, we realize that you're giving us one of the greatest advantages to do just that mission. You're giving us the reality of a broken nation. So, Father, we also pray for that we can detach from our expectations of what this nation is or was. That instead, focus purely on our presence in kingdom, not as part of a United States, not as part of a UK, not as part of a Australia, but rather in the body of Christ that we understand that we are here as representatives of kingdom, that our mission, no matter where we're spread about, purely remains the same, and that the gift that you're giving all of us is you are breaking nations, you are breaking things and shaking things to the ground because it's so corrupted. And now that responsibility falls on us to stand up, to be strong and mighty with the armor that you have given us, to speak truth to power, to be bold and fearless against evil, and to be relentless in our pursuit of spreading the word, healing the sick, casting out demons, raising the dead, and doing greater works than he. Guide us in these times, Father, and we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. My prayer actually helped. That was good. Thank you, Father. The answer to a lot of what we're facing is a difficult paradigm shift. And I'm not going to tell you that I don't get wrapped into the challenges of having to face these new paradigms. And we're entering into a new paradigm. And that paradigm is truly the paradigm of having to look at this not as a nation, we're attached to it. It's understandable. I've served for it. I've, I, I love the principles of this nation. But in the end of the day, as dear as this nation is, our first and foremost responsibility and position is as citizens of heaven. We are walking in kingdom space, representing Father God. And if we own that and understand that that's part of our inheritance, we begin to see this mission very differently. We begin to understand that what has corrupted this world are the governments of men. What has led people astray are their willingness to abdicate their responsibilities to the institutions of men. And what we are having to do now is to stand mightily, no matter where we are, influencing our community in such a way that we persuade people back to the walking kingdom. Now, Patriots, I'm going to talk about some, deviate a little bit here. And we're going to talk about Bard's Fest a little bit. 
BarsFest is, I've seen a lot of chatter, and there's been enough chatter about location, difficulty getting there in Yuba City. I get that. I didn't choose Yuba City because it was an easy place to get there. I chose Yuba City because there was a vision given to me that that was one of the starting places that needed to raise up its leaders to bring the revival with the war angels that would begin on the West Coast. That vision was given to me a year ago, not quite a year ago, but in Yuba City. And as I was invited there by David, Pastor Dave Bryan, that's why I'm there. Now, to be honest with you, the ticket sales are, are not exciting. They're pretty low in this time. And I am, I am being very honest when I tell you I have had to pray a lot on whether we will even go forward with Bards Fest. And the answer is yes, we will. But the venue size is probably going to go a bit smaller, and the focus is going to get more pure. If you're one of those that chooses to come, this is about raising up leaders. This is about inspiring warriors. This is about building in the power of the body of Christ and the warrior of Christ. That's the mission at Yuba City. And whoever is called and whoever has come, that will be what you'll be part of. It will be amazing. I've lined up these speakers intentionally for what we have here. And they are as they are been led by prayer. But this is a time of war. And unfortunately, the term Bards Fest misleads some of this. This is not really a festival. This is a war council. And that needs to be clear. We're not coming there to... We're coming there to break bread. We're coming there to get to know each other. We're coming there to build strength and understand how to connect with each other. And it's a stepping stone so that hopefully people will begin to do this locally because we don't know if the communications are going to continue. I will tell you, if I was doing an invasion of a country, which is happening right now, once I got my army in place, I would sever communications, especially since those in power control all of that. And there is no alternative. And the only thing that that would, the only way through that would be that if people had good human networks to rely on. The essence of Bart's Fest in Yuba City is just that. Now, I've had lots of people say that they're going to, they're interested in going to the one in Kansas because Duncan's wedding is there. Okay, so I want to just be clear about my position on that. And I've been absolutely candid with Duncan about this, and he's in agreement. If your motivation to go to Bard's Fest is to go to Duncan's wedding, then go to Duncan's wedding, don't go to Bard's Fest. Please hear me out. Because that's not what that is about. That was an add-on. But it's not the purpose of Bard's Fest. So I'm being very delineated and clear about what my intent is. These festivals, these gatherings take a lot of work, and they take a lot of resources and a lot of people's time. And the committee that we have working with and the folks down at Yuba City are incredible folks. They are amazing. And there's a lot of effort going in here. But this festival or this war gathering, this is about Christ. Everything is about Jesus. And everything is about being mightier in the body of Jesus as a warrior of Christ. That is what this is about. Everything else I mean, even the speakers, that's the focus around what we're doing here. And I'm humbled and honored to have many of the people that are there, all of them for that matter, that want to be there for the same reason, to inspire the new army of Jesus, to raise the new church. And that's what this campfire event is about. 
So I say all that, and it's not a rebuke in any way. It's not me being frustrated. It's me being clear. Because I don't think I've been this clear. And I'm going to be about this. I'll say it again tonight in a very similar way. But the motivation to be there is different than than just a festival of coming together and having the events that we had last time, which was very family-friendly. It's wonderful. It's still family-friendly, but it's focused for war. Times have changed. We are in a war now of an occupation and an infiltration. And for those that get their head around that, you know what this means. Hopefully this message will resonate with some people's hearts that'll say like, man, I need to get there. Other people, you may decide this is not the event for me. I'm good either way. But I want to be clear what the intent is. By wise counsel, we wage war. And this is where we are. And this is about bringing wise counsel together and wise minds together who all have their heart and mind and eyes on Jesus. Because that's who we serve. This government, I I woke this morning and I haven't had this level of rage for a long time. And it's a warrior's rage. One that I wished I could grab my sword and start charging into battle because I have some pretty good idea where I'd begin. I'm watching Americans innocently being sacrificed, innocent Americans being sacrificed for these fools and pedophiles and perverts that run this nation. All of them psychopaths. And every person underneath their command that is not doing the right thing, but turning a blind eye, trying to protect their jobs, worried about their pensions, whatever it is. This is where Scott the hardliner gets real. Because I believe in punishment for every one of them. Don't ever preach to me about mercy on this level. Because mercy is only holding is the difference between hanging in a gallow and chipping big rocks into small rocks. That's mercy. But accountability in treason, when you're sacrificing God's children for your power mongering or your stupidity of thinking that your salary is more important than people and claiming that I'm just following orders, you are as dirty and as bad as those that have made them. And my passion for life going forward will be to never forget these people that did this and to hold every one of them to the end of my days that I can affect to the accountability of the law and the justice that must come for violating the trust of the American people. In other words, we are in an era now of raising up the new Nazi hunters. This is what we are doing. And they must, every one of them, must be tracked down, pursued, and held accountable. End of story on that. So when we talk about the intensity of what we're bringing together for Bard's Nation, at Bard's, this, the, what we're calling Bard's Fest, Consider it like the campfires of Joshua. After they came around from from walking around the cities, they came back to the campfires to talk war strategy, to focus, to get a good meal, to break bread, to pray together, to re-energize themselves, to go out again. That's what this is about. That's what all of these events will be about. And with that, there's going to be some amazing fellowship to build, some incredible ability for people to talk and chat and to share. So if you're so called, please come. If you are not, I understand. But this is literally where we now have to start bringing the sword. 
we must separate the wheat from the chaff because what is needed going ahead, and it may be a ragtag group of people that never have any military background for the most part that are being called to stand with the Lord. And I'm going to say, then come. Because God brings who he needs to bring. And I am telling you, I have seen the vision. I have been in this vision. I was given the sword of the Lord of the host army to lead. And I understand very clearly what God has asked me to do. And I have all intentions of fulfilling that mission for Father in whatever capacity he leads me to do. But this war to revive the hearts of Americans, to bring Christ back to our nation, this war to cast out evil, to heal the sick, to raise the dead, and to decisively crush this enemy as David cut off the head of Goliath, that level of destruction, it will proceed, and we will be victorious. Patriots, tonight we have Michael Yan on. He's intense. Buckle up. It's going to be a hard one to listen to, but it's real, and he doesn't mince words. Thank you all for being here. Thank you for walking with Jesus. And thank you, thank you constantly for the prayers that continue to be raised for this nation. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time and this place for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Bards FM. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made. Therefore, they can be solved by man. And man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer to rest to wait, but this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. 
We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. Push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. <laughs> 